Speak the Word podcasts, the word of God with no restrictions, no limitations and no barriers. For the Bible says in Daniel 11.32, those that know their God will be filled with power and do great exploits. In this podcast, we will explore the word of God together, growing in Christ and building a better relationship with the Father. So tune in to Speak the Word podcast every Friday at 9pm. Identity is also hinged in being chosen. You see, we are the chosen ones of God. We are his chosen children. If you don't know you are chosen, that means you don't know your identity in Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4. I'm going to read verse 4 to 6 and then I'm going to read verse 11. Ephesians 1 verse 4. And it reads, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world, to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption and to sonship, through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given to us, given us in the one he loves. And I'm going to skip to verse 11, and it reads, In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to plan of him, who worked out everything in conformity, with his purpose of his will so here we know that we are called and chosen by God God has chosen us from the foundation of the earth it's been predestined who we were being who we are in Christ and this is not only for Christians but it's for the unbelievers as well we are all chosen by Christ the thing is when God has said to you and have now called you you must heed that calling you must listen and pay attention you must be watchful and realize that god has now called you and now he has chosen you everybody has a set time where they've been predestined to be in christ jesus that's what we have to know so everyone has a set time and then you have to understand that i am chosen by god i've been chosen god has handpicked me from the married clay and he has made me into the way he wants me to be and has chosen me to do his kingdom god has willed it so that it may occur we are now sons and daughters of god he has chosen you you are the chosen one by god Remind the devil that I am chosen. When he tries to tell you other things, remind him, I am chosen. God has chosen me. And do you know something else I know in Christ? My identity, I am free. I am no longer bound by the world's expectations. I am no longer bound by sin, but I am free in God. There is no more bondage. There is no more chains, no more oppression. I am free. The Bible says the grave could not hold Jesus down. The grave could not hold Jesus down. And we have a part of Jesus within us, the Spirit of God. The Spirit of, the, of God fell upon those on the day of Pentecost. It fell upon them and they received the Holy Spirit. So that means God is inside of us. The Spirit of Jesus is inside of us. So grave, death cannot hold us down. Then we have overcome death. We are not ashamed. We are not confined to death. Death doesn't scare us. Because if you're a Christian, you know that death doesn't scare you. If you're, if you're rooted in Christ, you know your identity. Death is not... It doesn't phase you. You're not phased by death. You know that you are free in God. You have freedom and liberty in Christ Jesus. You are free. You see, Revelation 1.18, it says that Jesus has the keys of hell in his hands. He has overcome. He's trampled on the grave. He has trampled on hell. He has destroyed the devil. He has crushed the devil. Jesus has crushed the devil and now he holds the keys. That's why Jesus can control who goes into hell and who doesn't. God controls who goes there because he has the keys. You can't control something that you don't have the keys to. He has the keys. That's the reason why he can do that. 
So you must know that in Christ Jesus, he overcame death so that you may be free. In Christ Jesus, he overcame death so that you may be free. That's why you have freedom in Christ Jesus. You cannot live in fear of death because Christ is within you. You cannot be fearful of death. Galatians 2 verse 20. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. I live the life I live. I now live in the body. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself to me. So you know that because Christ gave you, he is now inside of you. You have been crucified with Christ. You have overcome death. Even as Christ has overcome death, we have overcome death. So we know that there's freedom in Christ Jesus. We know there's liberation in Christ Jesus. Nothing is holding us down. The grave could not hold Christ down. So there is freedom. Galatians 5 verse 1, it reads, it is for freedom that Christ set us free. Stand firm and then do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. So you can't be burdened. Don't let slavery imprison you. Don't let slavery, slavery to sin, hold you bound. Don't let the devil try to bind you in sin. Because in Christ we have been set free. He has died so that we may be set free. He died on the cross so that we can be set free. Remember that he died on the cross so we can be set free. You must know these things. You have to know your identity because without identity, you are lost. Without knowing who you are, you are lost. God is the only one that provides identity. You must know these things. People of God, wake up. We must know who we are. For the Bible says it is Christ to live and in death is gain. Philippians 1 verse 21. If I live, I'm living for Christ. If I die, it's gain. So that means when you die, you're not held by anything because you're gaining eternal life. That means you are free from any oppression. You are free from any chains of enslavement. You are free from the world telling you you can't do something. You are free in Christ Jesus. And when you're living, you live for Christ. Because in Christ there's freedom, there's joy, there's liberty. Only in Christ Jesus. You must know your identity. You must know these things. Because if not, you won't know you're free. And that means you'll struggle through certain situations you shouldn't be struggling through. There's certain things as a Christian you're not supposed to go through. You can't go through it. The Bible says in Philippians verse 4 verse, 19, 4 verse 19, it says, I will supply your every need. That means as a Christian, you cannot go through certain things because God will supply all your needs. But you must know this. If not, you will not. You will go through certain situations not knowing that in Christ Jesus, I am free. In Christ Jesus, I am liberated. In Christ Jesus, I have overcome the things of this world. The Bible says in 2 chapter 3 verse 17, in Christ Jesus, there is freedom. In, in Christ Jesus, is freedom. God is a spirit and the spirit of God, where the spirit of God is, there's freedom. If you have the spirit of God inside of you, that means you must be free, no? If the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you, that means you must be free. Think about it. If God is inside of me and God is a spirit and the spirit of God is freedom and his spirit is inside of me, I must be free. So why are you letting certain things hold you captive? It's a question, isn't it? Why are you letting certain things hold you captive when you have freedom in God? Why are you letting those things hold you back? Those things that you left in your past, why are you letting it still, why are you still falling into those temptations, thinking you're bound by it, when God has said, no, I've set you free, because my spirit is inside of you. I've set you free, because I dwell inside of you. We are free in Jesus' name. In Christ Jesus, there is freedom. That is your identity. Today, you have to wake up and realise that I am free in God. I am rooted in Christ, so I must be free, because the spirit is inside of me. Another identity that you must know is that you are forgiven. Don't ever let the devil tell you that, oh, yeah, you believe in Jesus Christ and you repented, but those stuff he still did, he still remembers it. No, no, no. You are forgiven. The Bible says that he has made us blameless. 
in the sight of God. He has taken away all of our iniquities so that we may be seen blameless. First John verse, chapter 1 verse 8, it reads, If we proclaim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not within us. So this means that if you say that you don't have sin, that means the truth is not within you. But verse 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So this means that once you have confessed your sins to Jesus, once you have confessed it and said, Lord, I am sorry, forgive me, I'm going to stop doing it, Metanoia, stop doing it. I'm going to stop doing it. God says, yes, I see your heart and you are free. You are free. That means if you're free, you are forgiven. They come together. You cannot be free, but then not forgiven. You must also be forgiven. It all comes together. You are free because you have been forgiven. Being forgiven and freedom come together. They coincide. You can't have one without the other. You are free. So this means that God does not see your sins. He doesn't see your sins. God, when God looks at us, he sees Christ. Because Christ died on the cross so that we may have eternal life. And that we, he stood in the gap for us. He interceded for us so that we may see the Father. So Christ is the gateway to heaven. So through Christ, we have been made blameless. The Bible says God cannot withhold sin. So the only way for us to see the Father is through Christ Jesus. The only way for us to encounter the Father is through Christ Jesus, yeah? So because we now have Christ in us, God sees Christ. And Christ is faultless. He's blameless before the throne. The Son of God is blameless. So we too have become blameless. So don't let ever anybody tell you that, oh yeah, but do you not remember when you were a Christian? You used to do all those things. You were in the world. You were doing the most. No, no, no. That was before. But now I have a new identity in Christ. I'm no longer what the world has said I am. I am in Christ Jesus. I'm no longer confined to what the world says. I am in Christ Jesus. So you must know that you are forgiven. You must know you are forgiven. And that you are found faultless and blameless before the throne. Colossians chapter 1 verse 21 to 22 it reads, Once you are annihilated from God and your enemy and enemies in your minds because of your evil behaviour, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to, re- to present your, you holy in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation. So this means that we are holy in God's sight. We are holy, we are free without any accusation when you are rooted in Christ Jesus. When you know who you are in God, you are free and blameless before the sight of God. You must know who you are. I am this and so much more. But that's because I'm rooted in Christ. You have to be, to do, to be all these things, you must be rooted in God. This identity does not come from the flesh. It comes from Christ Jesus. And I want to use this as an opportunity for anybody that has not have an, does not have an identity in Christ. This is the hour. The Bible says, he is coming. He comes like a thief in the night. He only comes as a thief in the night if you are not watchful. If you do not know the Lord. The hour is now. The time is now. This is the opportunity. God gives me an identity. And because of identity, I have the authority to tell you that you have an identity too in Christ Jesus. You must accept the finished work. And you can do that right now with me. Here, as you listen to this podcast, you might be walking on the street, you might be in your bedroom, wherever you are, the time is now. Do not wait. For the hour and time that the Lord is coming is not known. The time is now. And you can say a quick prayer with me. Mean it from the bottom of your heart. Mean it from your heart and believe it with your mouth. The Bible says confess your your mouth and believe in your heart. Jesus Christ is the only way. I am the way, the truth and the light. Nobody gets to the Father except through me.
Let's pray. Repeat these words with me. Heavenly Father, I come to you today as a sinner. Lord, I am sorry for all that I have done. I know that I have done wrong against you and I'm asking for your forgiveness. Forgive me, O Lord, so that I may never do these things again. Forgive me, O Lord, so that I can now live with you. I know that you died, you were buried, and you resurrected on the third day for my sins. I accept the finished work. I believe it in my heart, and I confess it with my mouth. I will no longer go back to those things I was doing. I will no longer go back to the things of this world. I will now look up to you. Give me the grace to stay fervent in you. Give me the grace to stay faithful in you. You are looking for faithful people. May I be found amongst them. Lord, give me an identity in you. Because without you, I am nothing. But with you, I have everything. With you, I am someone. So Lord, I'm asking that you come into my life. You dwell inside of me. You come like a roaring flame and you ignite inside of me. Give me a burning and a yearning for the word of the Lord, that you may dwell in me and I in you. Thank you, Lord, for the salvation which you have given me. I know that now I have an inheritance in you. I am a co-heir in you. I am forgiven. I am free in you. Amen.